Hello, everybody. Uh, we are here with the first episode of Process Pool, here to talk about uh, creative artists, creative people, what they do, what inspires them, everything in between. Uh, my first guest is Victoria Ngo, and uh, here to ask her and pick her brain about what she does as an artist. So, Victoria, welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh -huh. Claire. Let me be your first. <laughs> it's, an, it's an honor. Um, so, uh, Victoria, I'd like to ask you about uh, who you are as an artist. Okay, well, um, I typically do work with, like, wolves. I do needle felting, and I'm usually really inspired by, like, themes of nature and anatomy. And recently I've gotten really into doing... Um, needle felting portraits of like friends, pets. <laughs> so it's kind of random, but I guess it started out when I was trying to find this like perfect gift for my mom. And I was like, man, I feel like whenever she needs anything, she just kind of buys it herself. And I was like, okay, what can I do to like really impress her and, you know, show her that, you know, I put a lot of thought into it. And like, she loves her dogs. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take this challenge and just needle fell her dogs. And then it was a pretty stressful process because I'm kind of a perfectionist. I just like it to look as best as I possibly can. And then in the end, it was just like she loved it and I got a lot of positive feedback from it. So I was like, you know what? I think I can like carry this on and show other friends what I can do. And I started like using my friend's birthdays as an excuse to kind of make them needle faulty portraits of their pets too, just to kind of get the feedback and the, get the practice and stuff. And yeah, and I've decided maybe to use that as like a business model for myself. And then also, of course, to do other needle felting projects on the side, but the pet portraits seem to be like a niche I can really hone in on. Cool, cool. How did you feel giving them a piece of your own handmade artwork? That's the thing. I think I really enjoy giving gifts that have a lot of like intention with it because I feel like, you know, around any sort of gift giving occasion you get into this mindset where you have to find the perfect gift and it kind of I think leads into this negative experience where you feel like you have to buy something and I feel like no you can just give someone something that like you know has a lot of I guess intention into it like I and I make things for people it's just like I worked really hard on this it was like an experience of my own like getting better at what I do and of course like you know trying to give you something that means a lot to you so my mom's a pet like she loves her dogs and I want to give her something that would be almost like a lasting impression like after her dogs pass away <laughs> <laughs> you want the memory to be preserved totally. so like the intentions there yeah and I find the felting like really like the texture that the wool gives just makes it a lot more real rather than like doing like a painting portrait for example mm -hmm. I could I feel like I just get a lot more depth you know with like um, manipulating the wool the way I want to. Mm -hmm. So how did you stumble onto uh, wool felting? It seems like something that really obscure. I don't think I've ever heard of it before before you. So what 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 was the process like like finding this this medium? <laughs> Actually, my friend um, on the East Coast, I went to school at Mount Allison and my really good friend did a um, fine arts degree and she's the one who first was like oh yeah like I'm really into needle felting and she would make these like 3d um like sculptures like when you look up like 
the needle felting online typically you see like those like animal like wool sculptures I guess and at first I'm like oh I don't I'm not really into that kind of stuff but then she showed me some of her 2D art so she did this really beautiful owl and um living on PER she like is also inspired by like themes of nature and like the animals you see there so like foxes and like the red sand beach bars and all that stuff so she like has these beautiful portraits of like foxes and owls and like beachy scenes and I was like wow like I'd love to get into that and I my first one I did actually had an eagle and it was just such a piece of shit it was the worst piece I've ever done and I get to my boyfriend and I was all happy about it but I've like taken it back and pulled the wool out and I've like redone it the way I want to now that I've kind of perfected the technique that I like and I just found it was just like super easy because like when you paint you make a mistake you're like oh shit I gotta like cover that up and it's hard to I guess manipulate it the way you can with wool because if you fuck up with wool all you do is just you pull the wool out you know and start (laughs) over with the same canvas essentially totally yeah wow it seems really difficult when you think of needle felting, but it's actually like super easy and it's really fun and, and really therapeutic in some ways too. Like hearing the sounds of my needle, like you know, stab like the material and go through like the foam on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of like soothing, like low, low hums. Mm-hmm. So, how long have you put uh, in terms of honing your craft and into practicing? got into it uh, I'd say like last year and I was just kind of expressing interest in it and just like making random things like I did like an octopus and my boyfriend was like oh that's really cool and I was like yeah maybe I can just start doing like more animals like usually I find animals so difficult to do and to get all the detail in but I found in some ways it's like a challenge I once I like can do it I'm like wow I can actually like pull it off and I'll be inspired to keep going so that's kind of what happened with my mom's dogs like I didn't know I could even felt a dog at all and as I was doing it I was getting so frustrated like I literally pulled the wool out I, like at one point I thought I had it finished but I realized I didn't have enough room to like frame it so that it didn't cut off like one of the dog's heads so I literally cut the dog's head out and pasted it in a different position <laughs> oh I have like a progression series and like you can see like where I've like definitely like moved things around and pulled the wool out and like made things better so it's definitely like challenging but also really rewarding in the end to like know that you can do something yeah but also you're able to kind of work and rework something to perfect something um in a way that it's almost it's never completed right do you feel that all the time like sometimes i'll get things to people and like oh can i take that back i just need to fix it they're like no it's final yeah so that's like i have kind of terms with that like it's really hard just giving things away and then like wanting to fix it again you just gotta be okay with leaving it as it is i feel like i don't know a lot of artists kind of have that where they never feel like their masterpiece is quite yet done they always think they need some sort of perfecting yeah i feel like the from no matter which medium that you're dealing with there there's always ways that you could make it better or um it, i know in a photo like i can always edit it not even better but just differently you know and so that process of having to finalize something and just say okay it's not perfect but i like it yeah and and so were there any other mediums before finding wool felting that uh, that you dabbled in that maybe inspired your current uh, needle felting like painting did you ever get into that totally so actually um i used to go on hikes quite a bit and during my hikes i would collect these like fungal conks 
off of trees and I would let them dry out and then I'd paint them and I'd use like, you know, I would be inspired by like where I was and try to add themes of that to like my canvas, I guess, of the mushroom. And I found that was pretty unique. Um, but I find it a lot harder to kind of like harvest them and wait for them to dry and stuff. And then with the needle fountain, it's, it's kind of funny because it's also referred to as like wool painting. And so essentially when, you, when you're doing a 2D needle felting portrait, it feels like you're almost like, I guess, painting in a way because you're kind of laying out the colors of the wool and this, or in a specific shape. And then you use your needle to really like agitate the fibers together to make it stick. And then you can either like build it up to create more um, texture or like more depth if you want. And so I just find it a lot more appealing. Why don't you walk us through um, what the process for your needle felting is? Okay, so I guess in a nutshell, needle felting just involves using a special barbed felting needle to stab through the wool so that the fibers will bond together. It kind of creates a form that way. Uh, and this works because the natural wool fibers have tiny scales that interlock when agitated. And so um, most common uses are like material you would use is like wool rovings. So um, I guess thinking of like the first part of the production when like the wool is sheared from like an alpaca, for example, um, the wool is processed through like a machine that like cleans it and combs it out. So it's all straight and like smooth together and then it's dyed. And so that's kind of what I typically buy from like the, like any sort of felting um, shop. Um, and like I said before, generally needle felting is associated with like those like 3D sculptures um, and that's created by like continually stabbing the wool repeatedly, um, causing the material to kind of pull into itself, eventually forming this like solid structure. Um, and that's kind of like the basics. So, and then what I do is like the 2D needle felting portraits. So again, that's also known as like wool paintings and this technique is similar except you're just creating an image by embedding different colors of the wool onto a piece of flat fabric. So I put my, like, maybe I'll use like an old sweater or something and cut it out, and I'll kind of have it on top of like a foam board, you know, so I don't stab myself or um, wreck anything underneath. Um, and then if I'm doing like a portrait or something, then I'll typically use like a Sharpie and I'll draw out like my first intended kind of image on top of the, on top of the and then I'll felt my wool on top of that to create the image I want. Cool. <laughs> and so you've mentioned how you are inspired by nature. Um, are there anything, um, other elements in your life that uh, you draw inspiration from, the things that you, you like to do or, 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 or you like to take part in? Yeah, I mean, I think... I'm a pretty sentimental person, so even like when doing some like creative writing through my journal, I'll like kind of draw in pictures of like where I've been just to um, keep that memory or preserve it. And so I guess when I'm doing my needle felting arts as well, I'll think of like landscapes. So like where, you know, I learned this technique when I was in PEI, so sometimes I'll think of like doing like, you know, like the red sandbar beach kind of scene or um, things like that. And I mean, I also like love insects. So I mean, I I did a uh, a picture of like a, a bee kind of, and that's kind of where my um, my company name Wooly Bee comes from, I guess. Because it's kind of like a play on words, but also referring to like one of my first images I made that I was pretty proud of. And I think 
and bees really resonate with me because it's something that a lot of my friends and family who knows me kind of always associate me with. <laughs> I don't know where that comes from really, but busy, I, I mean, busy I, bee. Yeah, uh-huh. that's the thing, like always being busy and I have it I mean I have a tattoo of a bee too. Um, I I kinda just love how um, I guess important they are as well. And so I think I wanna add more of that to my like art collection as well. Just kinda bring awareness to how like important they are and like where things are kinda going with them in terms of like declining like bee populations and stuff like that too. All right, and going going back into the environment, it seems like totally, yeah. Wow, and so would you say like the bee is more your spirit animal? I would say so. <laughs> cool, cool. So you mentioned woolly bee as like is is that your your company that you're using um, to get your your art out into the world? Yeah, it was kind of at first it was like just me practicing. Um, creating like a market for myself online and branding myself but then I got a little bit more serious about it and of course like the feedback I was getting from like my friends and family too like saying that like this is stuff that could kind of sell because I mean I've you know I love going to like markets and I haven't really seen that at all like any sort of like belting portraits Um, and I think it's kind of like a quirky like novelty kind of thing to have so I think that I can definitely there's room for me to you know provide that <laughs> yeah you would say it's really personalized like to, on more levels than than one it, you're really immortalizing um the person the subject of the portrait yeah <laughs> cool so where where can people check you out and find more uh, info about you and, and see your art <laughs> well i am currently working on my website it's just it's actually just my first name and my last but it's going to change soon. And then I have a Instagram, which is under my identity, Wooly B, W-O-O-L-L-I-B-E-E. <laughs> um, and then I'm just, I'm going to create a Facebook page for it eventually and a Twitter and all that good stuff. Awesome. So all the socials are there? Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. Thank you, Victoria, for joining us on our first episode of Process Pool. It was great having you. Yeah, it was a pleasure. I had so much fun, and I'm excited to tune in next week to see who else you interview. Yes, and uh, for more information about uh, Victoria, check out her website and her socials. And for more information about uh, what we do, uh, check out our our blog and website, uh, Par Opus. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.